like my favorite thing. They're all like, your sister's so hot. It's, it's they're so not wrong. I love animals. Hi, I'm Elaine. I'm B. And this is Can You Dig It? Haiku Recap Podcast. All right, so we are on episode three, The Formidable Ally. I don't have too many notes for this one, honestly. Yeah, I don't have quite as much to say about this episode either. Um, You know, we're just kind of getting into the swing of things. So... You know, the, the match hasn't started or anything. There's not a time that was really like drawing my my eye, but there were some very cute moments in this episode. Oh, 100%. And honestly, we get one of the best moments of the episode at the very beginning, and that's with Suga just waltzing into the gym. In his iconic a, blue scarf. In his kind of little blue scarf, his little yo. I just, I love Suga. He's honestly one of my favorite upperclassman. I I agree. I think for Crossno especially, like he's, um, especially because he's the one that we see interact with them the most. Like he has this whole conversation in this episode with Hinata that I feel like you don't exactly see with any of the other ones. Like he's the most like senpai-like one. Um, but then we also get to see that he is kind of like sneaky and like fun and stuff. Because, like, he is vice captain, so he could easily have gone to Daichi and been like, hey, they're practicing. But he was just like, I'm not going to say anything. And then when he and Tanaka are, like, trying to lie about it, he's like, don't, oh, yes. don't say that. It's not believable coming from you. That was so good. He's just, and we know that's true. It's Well, yeah, that is true. He just has, like, very good, um, he's just, he, he throws, like, one-liners really efficiently. He does. Kind of just like the little little things that just pop up that just make me laugh. Uh-huh. And then I love seeing Suga and Hinata's relationship just as like 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 friends and just like anything. I just think it's so precious because you see him teaching Hinata how to like properly like receive the ball. And then you see that same exact thing that he's teaching him be used in like later matches, including in season four during the Inarazaki match. You get to see all that like hard work. And, like in time spent with him that like really pays off and it even parallels back to it we're skipping way ahead but it even parallels back to it when you're watching that episode yeah yeah um I feel like Shuwar is like really the first the first person that Hinata has like a real teammate bond with exactly he acts like his teammate in a way that is really great to see like you get it a little bit with Tanaka in the beginning but like not as much as this scene between him and, and Suga and it's even like unlocking that potential that he's never really had because before it was Kageyama just kind of being like you just need to do this so that we can win but now this is Suga like telling him how to do it ways to strengthen what he has like you know like he can run really fast and just like little things that kind of like push him to like be able to succeed instead of just surviving yeah and that it, it does it comes back around in a really like emotional way later in the show and it's like oh so good <sighs> There are a couple moments in this episode that are like that, um, but that one is definitely there. I really, I did enjoy this episode had a lot of those moments that we talk about with like, just like sort of random 
silly slice of life things like Kageyama and Tanaka sleeping at their desks and like the the other kids in Tanaka's class going like sharpie on his face and like um Kageyama when he's listening in on Hinata and Shugo like how he I don't know why I just think this one detail is so perfect when he presses both buttons and he presses both (laughs) I love that so cute it's so cute and like such a just random detail that adds like it's just so Kageyama it's so like something that he would do and even though you know that only one of the sensors is going to go off he's still going to press both of the buttons every time I don't know it's just like the most random thing but I just really like it and then like another like little detail that is also involved in this is that as it kind of shows like as the week goes on it gets closer to that Saturday match it's like how much Hinata and Kageyama has been working and just how exhausted Hinata is like you see him falling asleep at his desk and then when he's riding his bike he's like swaying because he's just so tired my poor boy I know because it's late night into early mornings and just ugh every time I see him riding his bike I'm just like poor poor sweet child when he's riding it in the rain (laughs) but you know what that's how he ended up looking how he looks so it's fine not right now exactly and it just shows his determination to this, like his motivation and everything. Like it means that much to him that he's willing to bike that long distance every single day. We can see like how motivated he is, like when like he's playing and stuff. But then it's like the little other things to add on to it, like all that late practicing when he's in his backyard late at night, when he's riding his bike that far, all the running. It just like shows how much it means to him. Yeah, and and it's everyone else can see it too. Like even Kageyama they really do the like begrudging respect thing between the two of them like Hinata exactly. admitting to Shugawara that the reason he wants to be Kageyama so bad is that if he thinks that if he can be Kageyama then he can like match with yeah. anyone at this point we can like see how much that like affects their like teamwork in the end is because like Kageyama can see that later on like when they're like closer to the end of the episode when they're like warming up before the actual Saturday game starts and Kageyama finally steps to him because he sees that this is a serious thing, that it's not just he, like, wants to play that volleyball to play. He wants to play for as long as he can. And then he says the ball hasn't hit the floor. And that's, like, the one, like, driving thing that, like, it's for the both of them. Yeah, like, he's he's still, from the first episode to now, he still is, like, yeah, he, he, he sucks. But, like, he does always acknowledge Nito's, like, raw ability and Hinata's motivation and drive which are honestly like the two most important things you need when you're doing something like this something athletic you need natural ability and you need motivation and then the third thing you need is like direction like someone to teach you how to do it well exactly so he's late to like the last one but he has the other two so naturally and Kageyama acknowledging that is like really important takes a lot because like you go from him in middle school to like kind of wanting to do on his own and like saying everyone's falling behind him to now where he's like recognizing that there's someone who hasn't been playing nearly as long as him that has that same drive and like developing talent that he's been like looking for oh my gosh Hinata's little monologue about having a cool nickname I think it's so precious it killed me. It killed me. And it I always thought it was cute, right? Like the first couple of times I watched it, 
but only this last rewatch I was like so emotional about it because he gets that nickname he gets a cool nickname by the end it makes me so happy now I just think about Ninja Shoyo and I just Ninja Shoyo you gotta love it it's Ninja Shoyo (laughs) so cute um so I I want to talk about the two people that we meet this episode (sighs) yes there is a lot to talk about with them Fukushima and Yamaguchi. Just in the first like few seconds that you meet Yamaguchi, you can't help but just like smile at just how sweet this little boy is. And it's so funny to me that you first meet him and you're like, oh, he's so sweet. He's just like there trailing after Fukushima. And then like as like you start to meet them more and like you see their relationship, you realize that like Yamaguchi's kind of a badass and I love it. I really love Yamaguchi, like as a character on his own. Right now, I feel like from this first episode, he's kind of just introduced as Tsukushima's like sidekick. You know, he exactly. he just like brags about Tsukushima and like kind of asks him questions and like pulls stuff out of him. But he's not really like his own character yet. But when he becomes his own character, he is like just he's so fire. I mm. I went from thinking he was just so adorable to like actually really loving him as a character. Yeah, I I root for him really hard like probably he's he's one of those characters that like even I I don't I wouldn't say he's not like one of my favorite characters by any means but like there's there's no way I have a lot of favorite characters that I can like see why other people wouldn't like them I cannot accept that there's a person on this earth who doesn't like Yamaguchi because he is just yes he's just there he's just so relatable and like I don't know, people, you know, like to talk about how, like, oh, yeah, like, he's an asshole, too, like, just like Tsukushima is. I'm like, yeah, maybe that's true, but he isn't, one, he is not as bad, and also, he has just so many things about him that are so relatable, and, like, the way that his internal monologue is done later in the show is just, like, he's such a complex character. Yeah, there's a lot going on there, and it's all stuff I'm interested in. Honestly, I wish that he had more more uh, attention spent on him, but he's one of the characters that I wish we had more we have like that little bit like on the surface but like I wish we could get more in depth for him because even like as the theory progresses we don't really get to know more about him it's kind of just like that one little like internal battle that he has with himself and then we kind of don't really get to like see more about him or anything yeah he he he's slightly one-dimensional in that aspect so then the other person we meet this episode is Tsukushima Fukushima is one of those characters where you either love him or you don't love him. I don't love him. I gotta say, I don't love him. He I is. I was more attached to him the first time I watched it when there were fewer characters. But now exactly. I'm like, just, you're just. He's probably one of my least favorite on Karasuno. Not my least favorite, but one of my least favorite. Yes. I, I stand on the same ground as you. Um, I think he isn't a bully precisely but he is an intentional instigator he loves to instigate and like honestly I'm all for like drama I just don't like causing it I just like hearing about it but he is so determined to like always create an issue and it's like you don't need to do that yeah the first time you meet these people he like takes the ball and he's like instigating and stuff and it's like go home it's the home. first time they've met. Like, why are you so exactly. aggressive? That's what gets me is that, like, the thing is, like, Kamiyama also is kind of a jerk, but he isn't like that until he and Hinata are, like, already having a conversation about something. Like, but 
Tsushima intentionally like goes up to people and like picks at their insecurities. Like, why would you do that? What are you? It's one of those things where it's like, if Kageyama or Hinata had been like instigating it, fair, go ahead. And it's like, homie just comes up and he's just like, I'm going to cause an issue on purpose. It's like, Tsukishima, just go home. Uh, yeah, he just, he really, I don't know, I can't understand. This is, he's one of those people that like, I like him as a character, but if I met him in real life, we would not be friends. Or if we were friends, I, I would be friends with him like Yamaguchi is friends with him for protection. Like, I'm not friends with him because I like him. I'm friends with him because if we're friends, he's not talking shit about me. Honestly, real friends. if I met him in public, I would go the other way. I would turn around and like leave because he just he has a way of just like making people like like putting people on edge and instigating things and I feel like it doesn't make him the villain by any means but it makes it so hard for certain people to like like him as a character and I mean he he does like grow a lot and he is one of those people who like the closer he is to people the less he's like that but like why are you like that to people you don't know that seems like a really weird like way to be I don't know he grows on me he's still not my favorite by any means but he definitely grows on me as the series goes on like season three Tsukushima is like 10 times better than season one Tsukushima but it's like you spend all that time not really enjoying him as a character that it's like you can't really like all of a sudden jump and be like okay yeah I love him now yeah I don't know like he grows a lot as a player and in that aspect it's like enjoyable to watch him but his personality is still exactly so like grating to me as frustrated as I get with him I can't deny the fact that watching him have that moment in season three was like emotional yeah that moment in season three I was like yes okay but as a character himself I just can't get behind him like, I don't know, people are always hating on, like, Daisho for being, like, for, like, fighting with Koro before their match, but, like... But the thing is, they're friends. They all, they're, like, a quote-unquote friend. They have, like, that... It's, like, Kageyama and Hinata, where it's, like, they have that, like, competitive edge with each other, and I'm fairly certain that if they weren't, they didn't know each other prior, they wouldn't have been, like, instigating each other. Yeah, exactly. If anything, I think it's, like, less... I mean, I... People also don't like that show for the like whole cheating thing. But I think what he does is less irritating to me than what Tsukushima does. Because I just think like that's that's just no way to make friends. Gosh. It's really frustrating. But he I mean he does get better. It's just he does. At first. And the one thing that and the one thing that Tsukushima actually does this episode is that we kind of find out why Kageyama hates being called the king so much. He kind of like pushes the whole like oh I'm gonna keep calling you king and then calling on the snaps and it's kind of like why do you hate it so much and then we find out why is that that teamwork issue that he's having with Hinata is the exact reason why he wasn't able to win nationals like they were expected to do and it's because going back to the whole never really finding a team that like clicked with him in the same mentality and it caused this whole being completely alone now. I think it's really interesting that Tsukushima like knows that like it's very telling that even though he like says it's just a game like he doesn't care about it he still like knows all the petty drama that's like going on in like their community and stuff I feel like it just leads back to the whole instigator thing where he just likes getting to like know what's going on always um let's see oh I really liked that scene between Tanaka and Shuluwara 
it's like so small and like it's kind of confusing but when they're taking the side of the net back into the storage room and she like apologizes for asking that question about Kageyama I I really honestly I don't know what to make of that scene like it it does something for me but it's really hard to, to like parse out why he's like apologizing for it and like I don't know why he's even talking about it in the first place but it definitely feels like it's leading into the whole like conversation about Shugawara and Kadayama and like their relationship. 100%, 100%. And then we also have Tanaka at the beginning of that conversation saying how he doesn't really like the first years, talking about Tsukishima Yamaguchi. And I think it's kind of funny to me because episode prior, he was like not, he was not feeling Kageyama and Hinata really he was kind of like indifferent about them didn't really care and then after spending all this time practicing with them and playing with them he's like hold on a second I kind of like these guys well I just think that and then and Shuka like calls him out on it immediately he's like well you just don't like anyone you meet <laughs> which is just so perfect and it's like completely accurate through like the whole show like he immediately is like suspicious and like doesn't like anybody and every single person until he like gets to like actually like have a conversation with him and then like they're besties like with and then Tora. He's, like, their best friend. Oh my god, him yes. and Tora kill me. I think so it's excited. So funny. I love it. But yeah, that that was just a, a funny, a funny little moment between the two of them that I really like. I actually I kind of forgot their relationship in these early episodes. Cause it kind of like stops being in the foreground so much um when we get more characters. But actually like they mm-hmm. they talk to each other a lot in these early episodes. Like, I feel yeah, like they Tanaka and Chuda are, like, clo- like they're shown to be closer than what we've seen, at least so far, of, like, Shuga and Daichi. Exactly. We see them together all the time. I feel like a lot of it has to do with the fact that he doesn't have Noya, and he knows that Suga's as chaotic as them, so he's kind of, like, finding so that, sad. like, you know what? <laughs> it makes me sad, because I love... I love Noya and I love Suga, but I feel like that's kind of what it is, where oh it's like God. he misses that chaoticness because you have Anoshida who's like calls him out for his BS. You have Naruto and Kanoshida who are kind of just like kind of just there. And then you have Daiji who's like, you know, he's like he can get really mad. He's scary. So he's like, you know what? Suga's like the only one that he can like goof off with and not have to worry about like it being like ill received. That makes me so sad to think about the time that Tanaka had to spend in the club without Nishinoya that makes me so sad you know I never what? thought about it before oh my god you know what it's frustrating too just because the whole Noya situation just like eats me up at night god I we'll get there we'll get there we'll get there <laughs> we'll get there, we'll get there. <laughs> Um, something else that I really love from this episode is this is going back to when we meet Yamaguchi and Tsukushima and they're kind of just completely ignoring Hinata, so con- like so concerned talking to Kageyama that when Hinata finally jumps to get the ball, Tsukushima just like is shocked, like no, no idea how to react, just kind of like so like not even amazed, just so like how in the world did you do that because this is him getting underestimated once again. And then people realizing that like, like, oh, I was ignoring him. And he's like, actually has like potential. He's not just there. And we've pretty much seen that like every episode so far. Yeah. And it keeps happening for a while until he has like a reputation. Like it goes through most of the first season. Exactly. Until we get into like season two where it's kind of like, wait a minute, you're that one that can jump. And it's like, yeah, he can't jump because they've seen it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Because they've already been to a tournament and like 
everyone's seen Hinata at that point, which only makes him more of an asset because then he's a better decoy. This is just a random note that I have. Why is Hinata and Kageyama's teacher so hot? She's so hot. <laughs> You're not wrong, honestly. <laughs> You're not wrong, honestly. And then, oh my god, there's always like those like like side 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 characters, like the like point two seconds of screen time that they they catch your eye and they're kind of like. Yo, I don't even think she has a name. But when we see her later during the the remedial stuff, I'm like, oh my god, why? Hundred percent. You're not wrong. Oh my god, that's so funny to me. I mean, like, she's not like like Tanaka's sister level of hot, like Seiko's oh. level of hotness. Oh, but, like, Seiko. She's out there. Seiko is chef's kiss. She's she's so. There's honestly. This is completely off topic. The women in Haikyuu are just so powerful. Oh my god, they're so top tier. Like, wow. Wow, wow, Like, wow, every wow, single wow. girl in Haikyuu, I'm just like, yes. Haikyuu girls supremacy. Yes. I mean, and we would say this, but, you know. <laughs> we would. We would, 100%. Honestly, if we were to do a ranking, my number one would be Elisa, though. I just... Oh. She's up there. Okay. We got completely off topic. Why is she so tall, though? It's the Russian team. She's so tall. She's so powerful. She She's so powerful. Oh, my God. Yeah, they're all amazing. I don't even blame all of Nekama for having, like, feelings. Because, like, me too. Me too. That is, like, oh, my God. That's, like, my favorite thing. They're all like, your sister's so hot. It's it's They're not wrong. It's such relatable, like teenager content yes and I think that I think like those little bitty things is like what makes it so enjoyable is that like it reminds you that they're like they're teenage boys they see a girl and they're kind of like she's hot and it's like you know what that's typical behavior exactly I feel like yes there are misogynistic elements to this show but it is you know art imitates life they're they're, they're high school boys they're high school boys. They would have a, a bikini poster in their like club, the club room. room where they all write that down their so type. embarrassing. Every time I see it, I'm like, ugh. It's just so funny to me though, because like you watch it and you kind of forget that they are in high school because it's so like invested in like volleyball. That when you do yeah. have those like little tiny like moments where like they just are like normal high school boys, you're kind of just like, it's just so fun to me. The first toss that's a that's a good good moment I really like it yeah it's really powerful um I think that the way it was done was like really impactful in how how well like Hinata um progressing worked in that like before he was so bad that he like wasn't even able to get that tired because he he couldn't receive the ball like he couldn't he couldn't build up his stamina because he was so behind that he had to stop Mm -hmm. but in this moment you get like the first time that he is actually able to do the task well enough that he like makes himself physically sick which like that that feeling you get when you are like doing a physical exercise that you're so passionate about and you just keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it and you your body feels absolutely awful in the moment but knowing that that moment will pass and knowing that it'll be easier next time it like 100% pushes you so far and you kind of like ignore that feeling and to actually have it be like a reward in that moment of getting that toss was like so brilliant I feel like you don't usually get that like you you stop and you get you recover from 
being exhausted and it's just like okay well I'm gonna do that again tomorrow <laughs> like and it, it doesn't feel as special like you get this like really special moment with the toss and like that recognition happening it's it's so good and then along with that you have like the sheer happiness that he feels upon finally being able to like spike the ball because that's all he's wanted all this time like I want to spike it I just want to hit it I want to hit it and then he finally does it and it connects and he just is like so like you can just see how happy he is it's like just on his face just how like how it's like this is what he's wanted and he finally gets to do it oh I also love the like small things that they do with like his arms being pink and like not only is he sweaty but he also is like noses running a little bit like I don't know those like small art details I think really add a lot to exactly like Suga was saying they've been going like 15 minutes straight since he had walked in so that probably like half an hour just going and going and going at it like the details just like really like push the fact that like they have not stopped like they're going yeah that that's really that's a really good moment and I feel like it's also like um I don't know Kageyama like keeps ragging on him but it's interesting that every time Kageyama speaks he says something very different from what he's thinking like when when we get Kageyama's perspective on things it's pretty much always positive but then when he talks he never says that um, and I don't know, I just think it's, it definitely says a lot about him that he, like, is incapable of giving a compliment and, like, being nice to people. Exactly, and it's not just with Hinata. Like, you see it with everyone. Yeah, he just, like, doesn't know how to do that. And even later on, like, he struggles to even, like, say it, where he's, like, nice toss, and he's, like, like, struggling to get it out. Yeah, I actually remember watching this and, and being, like, in that moment, I was, like, I'm gonna, like, more actively, like, the first time I watched it, I was, like, I'm gonna start saying nice things to people more because I was just like why are you thinking this and not saying it out loud you know and and so I just started doing that like in my actual life I was like if I thought something positive about someone I would just say it because like you're not losing anything by saying something nice about someone else you know 100% and I feel like I didn't used to be that like I I wouldn't um go out of my way to say nice things to people usually but now I do and I think that this played a role in it and like honestly I feel like that's just like another like little like aspect of Kageyama the character that's like kind of endearing for me where like you see like how like excited he'll get or like how when someone does something really cool like you see like that he like like actually like really impressed by it but he just can't like get it out like he'll even like throw in an insult be like you messed up with this like right after he was thinking like that was really cool (laughs) it's kind of cute it's it's cute in like a in kind of a sad way (laughs) like like seeing a wet kitten it's like oh hon like it's just I don't know Kageyama is just a little bit pitiful to me but in an endearing way yeah 100% but I think that that's why I I kind of like him more than Tsukushima in that aspect in that like the thing is like Tsukushima would know how to do that he's like more Mm -hmm. actively it feels as though he's more actively choosing to be rude to people where Kageyama is just like blunt about it and doesn't realize that it's an issue. Like if someone does something bad, he'd be like, that sucks. But it's not supposed to be like, you're a terrible person, you suck. He just is like calling it as he sees it. Yeah. Whereas like Tsushima is like actively like condescending to people and like, he'll get better. He gets better. I'm just watching this first episode again was like, this first episode with Tsushima in it, like, and meeting him again, I was like, oh my God. And honestly, I think it goes back to like that you see him and you either like, hate him when you first meet him or you're kind of like you love him 
there's not really like that in-between moment that you get like later on as it goes like you just get that first impression and you either love him first impression or you hate him first impression yeah it's true and I mean a lot of people really love him and like that's fine that's that's a valid opinion to hold he's not like a horrible person or anything he's just like it goes back to there's no antagonist in high school personally yeah personally he's not my fave we just wouldn't be friends you know we wouldn't sit at the same lunch table in school I would avoid him in the hallways on purpose (laughs) all right well any any last thoughts parting thoughts um I miss Noya (laughs) I'm thinking about it still I really miss Noya it's so like quiet I can't believe there's there's still so many episodes till we meet him. We don't meet him until after. Sejo. We meet him after we meet Orkawa. Are you? Which is that, like that weird. feels insane. That feels insane to me that we don't meet him until after we meet Toru. Like that feels wrong because he's like such an integral part to Karasuno. Mm-hmm. And he's technically a protagonist, so it's like it's wild to me. We don't meet Nishinoya until episode seven. That is too long to be without him. I love him. A little gremlin. Also, he's a uh, great character. We just stop. Oh, we'll talk about him later. Because he just, I could go on and on. He's my favorite in Krasno, like by far. He's my second fave. And yeah, I freaking miss him. Like, I can't believe he's not here for any of this. We get to see him soon in all his chaotic glory. Yes. So next week is the practice match. I don't know. I always kind of forget that this practice match happens. In the grand scheme of things, it just feels so, like, I don't know, so small. I feel like when you're, like, re-watching it, you kind of forget because you already know who's going to be the starting lineup and who's going to be on the team. That it's kind of, like, the practice match, I was like, oh, yeah, that's the thing because all this happened before. So they they, they weren't, like, ever, like, guaranteed spots on the team until, like, they all did this. So I feel like it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, when you do rewatch, you kind of like miss the things, like forget it. Like, oh yeah, that definitely happened. He didn't just automatically get there. Yeah, it's sort of weird. Like, and uh, like even when when Shuka says like I'm Karasuno's official setter, there's like a moment of like at this point, like he is. It's kind of weird. Which like I don't know. People make that more angsty than it needs to be, but whatever. I have a lot to say about that when we get to the episode because I'm very opinionated on it. We'll we'll get there. We will 100% get there. Well, yeah, this was a cute episode, but I feel like it's kind of just, it's just like all transition. Yeah, it's a transition episode. They're kind of nice to have like in between like really intense ones. Yeah, it is nice, especially in the beginning. Like I feel like if I didn't know everything that was going to happen, it's like in the beginning, all of this feels a lot more, a lot more exciting. Right now it's just like, oh my God, when are we going to get to this and this and this? But like when you're first watching it, like this is a good pacing. Okay, well, I think that's all for this week. That's really it. Yeah. See you next week then. Goodbye. Goodbye.